Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast. Check out our new website for all your news, updates, and episodes at NASCARfieldfiller.com. We have one spot left in the field, so let's fill up the last row with our host, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. We have ourselves another special episode. We're going to have a few of these now since we're in the NASCAR offseason. So make sure to sit back and relax and just turn up your headphones because we're going to be looking at the good, the bad, and the ugly of NASCAR history. Uh, mostly the bad and ugly. So let's get into it. This is this week's Field Filler Story on the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast. Enjoy. When it comes to impressive driver resumes, none are more impressive than Scott Speed. Scott Speed has raced in a vast majority of series. Some of these series include the GP2 series, Formula One Racing, ARCA Remax series, the Craftman Truck series, the Xfinity series, and the NASCAR Cup series. He is also the last American to race full-time in Formula One. With such a variety of races under his belt, most would think that Scott Speed is one of the most talented drivers to ever hit the NASCAR circuit. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case. He may hold one victory in the Truck Series and nine top tens in the 29 events that he competed in the Xfinity Series, but in the Cup Series, he was anything but talented. Today we look back into the Scott Speed story, the driver that should have stayed away from NASCAR. In 2008, Scott Speed was looking to reboot his career after a rough season in Formula 1 with Toro Rosso where he would be replaced by Sebastian Vettel at the end of the 2007 season. The Californian driver decided to head back into the States where he would start competing in the Arca Series with Eddie Sharp Racing as Red Bull's developmental driver. The jump to NASCAR seemed promising at first as Scott Speed was able to score 4 wins, 10 top 5 finishes, and 18 top 10s in his rookie year in Arca. He even ran a handful of races in the Truck Series that same year and scored one victory, four top fives, and nine top ten finishes in only 16 races. His performance was so impressive in the lower series that Team Red Bull decided to have Scott Speed finish out the remaining five races of the 2008 season in their second Cup Series car, replacing AJ Allmendinger. In all honesty, the only blotch on Scott Speed's 2008 season was the finale at the 2008 ARCA finale, where he and championship contender Ricky Stenhouse were battling to win the championship at Toledo Raceway. Unfortunately, Stenhouse hit the rear of Speed's car in the middle of the race, taking away Speed's chances of a good finish and possibly the championship. Scott Speed's decided to get his car repaired, go well off the pace on the restart, and as Stenhouse was coming back to lap him down, Speed accelerated and slammed his car into Stenhouse, sending both cars into the wall. Neither driver was injured, however, ARCA officials parked Speed for the day and it ended his chances of winning the 2008 championship. If he would have kept his emotions intact, he would have probably been the 2008 champion, but because he decided to take matters into his own hands, he would wind up finishing 5th that year instead of number 1. It would later be announced that Team Red Bull 2 car operation would have Scott Speed running for the Rookie of the Year in 2009 in the number 82 car and Brian Vickers returning to run in the number 83 car. It seemed like everything was going in the right direction for Scott Speed. That is, until the 2009 season started. 
The first six races of the season were suspect at best, with Scott Speed recording finishes of 21st or worse, while his teammate was able to score three top 10 finishes and one top 5 in the same time span. It would only get worse for Speed as he would fail to make the 7th race of the season at Texas getting beaten out by starting park cars in qualifying. <laughs> At this point, Team Red Bull was in desperate need of a good finish by both teams as neither driver was able to finish in the top 15 in the previous three races. However, luck was able to go on their side as both Scott Speed and Brian Vickers were able to finish 5th and 8th respectively at Talladega. Yay! The team was hoping that the strong finish by both teams would help create momentum going into the summer races, which it did! Well, for one of them at least. From the start of May to the end of August, a dark horse was starting to emerge from the Red Bull Racing Camp, and that was Brian Vickers. Vickers in those 15 races was able to score 3 top 5 finishes, 9 top 10s, 12 top 15s, and a win at Michigan on August 16th of 2009. And coming down for the checkered flag for his second career win, Brian Vickers does it at Michigan. Not only did this bring Team Red Bulls its first victory in the NASCAR's top series, but it also put Brian Vickers into contention in what was then the race for the chase. Meanwhile, in the second Red Bull racing car, things weren't getting any better for Speed. During that same span, Speed failed to make two more races, the race at Darlington and the race at Infineon, a track that the team had a lot of hope for in the California driver. Luckily for Speed, Nemco Motorsports, a Star and Park team owned by Joe Nemechek, offered him a chance to race in those races where he failed to qualify, finishing 26th and 37th for the number 87 team. The other 13 races were no better as he failed to finish four of those races, three of them due to wrecking and one due to an engine failure. He also failed to finish on the lead lap for all but four races. It was truly a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde situation in the Red Bull Racing Camp. They had one team who was on the verge of making the playoffs while the other car was struggling to even make it into the top 35 in points. How could two cars who shared the same shop be having such different results on the racetrack? Whatever the case was, Team Red Bull had to worry about two things going into the final race of the regular season, getting one of their cars into the playoffs and getting the other one to finish ahead of subpar teams. At the final race of the regular season on September 12th of 2009, it was a four-way battle to see who could make it into the final spot of the 12-car race for the chase field. It would be between the 2003 champion Matt Kenseth with Roush Fenway Racing, the aforementioned Brian Vickers and Team Red Bull, Rowdy Kyle Busch with Joe Gibbs Racing, and the long shot, David Rudiman with Michael Waltrip racing. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! Matt Kenseth was never a factor in the race and finished an abysmal 25th place finish, knocking him out of the final position in the playoffs. It would be between Kyle Busch and Brian Vickers. Busch was able to edge Vickers in the final laps of the race, finishing fifth. However, since Vickers was ahead on points, Brian Vickers was able to make it into the final race for the chase spot by only 8 points, which is equivalent to less than 2 positions on the racetrack. Oh my god! 
It was a huge win for Red Bull Racing. They were finally able to make it into NASCAR version of the playoffs. The team looked stronger than ever. The only blemish the team had was Scott Speed. How did he do in that same race? Well, he kind of got into an accident on only the sixth lap of the race. <laughs> no, 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 no. And finished 36 overall. <laughs> Four laps down. <laughs> At this point, Scott Speed wasn't looking like the great developmental driver that Team Red Bull Racing was needing. Instead, he was starting to become a lost cause. By the end of the season, Team Red Bull finished poorly with neither of their drivers scoring a top 10 in the final 10 races of the season. Brian Vickers finished 12th overall, which is last in the race for the chase, and Scott Speed would finish 35th in points. The worst performance by a Red Bull car since its inaugural season. He would also fail to win the Rookie of the Year award as Joey Logano was able to beat him by over 1,100 points, which is the equivalent to six whole races if you were able to win and lead the most laps while the other driver never even attempted a race. With only one good finish at Talladega, an average finish of 29th, and eight DNFs, Scott Speed was put on the hot seat for the 2010 season as it was reported that his contract would end after 2010. This meant that if he wasn't able to improve his performance in the number 82 car, he would be out of the ride by year's end. The pressure was on, and in the first five races of the 2010 season, it looked like Scott Speed was racing a lot stronger in the number 82 machine. With one top 10 finish and three top 20 finishes, it was starting to look really good. However, it wouldn't last long. By the end of April, Speed would finish outside the top 20 five times and would fall back from 11th in points at Atlanta, which was the fourth race, to 25th in points by Richmond, which was race number 10. Well, he's falling like a rock. By July, he was starting to finish around the same position that he did his rookie year. For every one top 20 finish he had, he would have three finishes of 23rd or worse. Team Red Bull would also lose their star driver, Brian Vickers, for the remaining second half of the 2010 season, as he needed open heart surgery due to blood clots in his legs and around his lungs. The team would be forced to hire multiple replacement drivers, such as Reed Sorensen, Casey Mears, Borsett, and Casey Kane, to finish out the 2010 season for the number 83 team. Sadly, those drivers who weren't even planning to run that number 83 car at the beginning of the season would finish in front of Scott Speed more often than not. Stop! Stop! He's already dead! By the end of the 2010 season, it was apparent that Scott Speed would not be returning to Team Red Bull as he finished 30th in points, slightly better than his rookie season, but still not that great. He would later be replaced by Casey Kane for the 2011 season. The following three years, we would only see Scott Speed compete on a part-time basis with multiple teams. Speed would mostly run with Start and Park teams that were looking to qualify for the race, but not run the whole event and collect the last place winnings. In 2011, he would only enter 16 races with Max-Q Motorsports and Whitney Motorsports. He would only qualify for 13 of them with a best finish of 33rd at Kansas. 
In that same year, Casey Kane would finish 14th in points with one victory at Phoenix, eight top five finishes, 15 top 10s, and 24 top 20s in the same car that Scott Speed ran the previous year. Oh my God! Talk about turning a negative into a positive! Sadly, Team Red Bull would close its doors that same year as they decided to shut down operations on December 8th of 2011 to focus their efforts on their Formula One program. In 2012, Scott Speed would race with three new teams. He would attempt one race with Hamilton Means Racing's number 52 car at Martinsville and would fail to qualify. He also ran two races with another startup team called Go Green Racing where he would finish 42nd and 43rd. The third team was the number 95 of Levine Family Racing where he attempted 16 races and made 15 of them with a best finish of 15th and an average finish of 37th. It didn't help that the 18 races he made, he would have to park for 14 of them. His final season would come in 2013 where he would attempt 14 races with Levine Family Racing again. He would finish in the top 10 at Talladega once again, however he would miss two races in the year and DNF another 9. His last race in the Cup Series was on September 1st of 2013 at Atlanta Motor Speedway where he would park the car after just 22 laps and would finish dead last in the event, thus putting a close to a lackluster Cup career. We would never see Scott Speed run another race in the NASCAR Series again after that Atlanta race, however he did not end his racing career there. In 2013, Speed started competing in the Global Rallycross Championship. He would have a successful career there as he was able to win three championships in five years and win 15 out of 52 events. He would also win three X Game gold medals and the 2018 America's Rallycross Championship in his time in Rallycross, thus making him one of the more successful drivers in Rallycross history. As of now, it looks like Scott Speed has found his calling in racing so it probably means that his NASCAR career is over. Honestly, it's great to see Speed start to dominate a series because he honestly had a lot of potential. He was one of the last Americans to ever race in Formula 1 and had a successful start in the Truck Series and ARCA. I think the jump to the Cup Series was just way too soon for the California driver, which gave him no chance to adapt to the top series. Perhaps if he stayed one more year in the lower series, we could have potentially seen Scott Speed more near the front rather than in the back. Unfortunately, you can't change the past, making Scott Speed another field filler in NASCAR history. Thank you guys so much for listening. I was actually hoping that this week we would have more of a news story week more than anything, but it seemed like the news was a little bit stale this week, so I was like, why not add another episode story onto the podcast because you guys seem to really enjoy it. I saw that the Kevin Conway had way more listeners to any other episodes recently, so I was like, you know what? Let's include Scott Speed. Scott Speed is a pretty interesting um, person to tackle on just because of his impressive resume, but... I just wanted to include once again that yes, we do now have our own website where we're going to start plugging in not only episodes, but also daily news in the NASCAR racing world. That way you guys can all stay up to date as well as have a good laugh 
with the news. So that is NASCARfieldfiller.com. Make sure to check it out. We did a lot of work on it. Special thanks to Laura. She did an incredible job helping me out complete this website. So thank you guys so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill up the last few remaining minutes of your time. So I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast. <laughs>